0: How can we do anything other than a K drama for Valentine's Day? Because there is no better romance than a K drama. They just know how to make it, they know how to do it.
1: Well, maybe oh, maybe a head tie. Oh my god. You know, I, was...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that depends on what kind of holiday you're trying to have, but.
1: You don't know what Trigon is? Oh my god.
0: No, why are you surprised? How they're like super OP and like Bring Sailor it. Mars is over here with her <laughs> psychic powers <laughs> like, and her ring peel to house around the bitch like that.
1: All that bullshit. Welcome to Incoherent Geek Shit. I'm Ion and I'm joined by
0: Sari. You always say my name. Why do I have to say it?
1: Well, I thought I would change it up because today is a very unique day it is what is today's holiday episode Sarah. oh that's
0: right this is valentine's day
1: nope this is single awareness oh day. okay at least that's what uh that's what most countries call it nowadays single awareness day <laughs> and uh thank you all for joining us on this episode i mean spending your valentine's day listening to the incoherent geek shit is just like the best thing you can ever do right
0: yeah of course what else would you be doing Why
1: would you go out with a beautiful woman or a beautiful man when you can listen to two geeks rambling about a drama? About a beautiful woman and a beautiful
0: man? (laughs) That's what we're going to ramble
1: about. Exactly. That's what we're talking about today because we are doing another K-drama episode. And this one is a big one because uh, if you loved our previous uh, K-drama one where we did... What was the
0: movie we did last time, Siri? Movie. K-drama. Uh, K-drama. It was Crash Landing on You.
1: Crash Landing on You. If you love that one, this one's even bigger than that one. This is Descendants of the Sun, uh, which is a really, really popular 2016 K-drama that came out. It's You can basically watch this everywhere. I think it's on Hulu. It's on um, just a bunch of different streaming services. And, uh, yeah, I've been trying to get Sari to watch this one for quite a while, and we decided to map this, put this one on for Valentine's Day. So you guys are going to be in for a treat because we love romance, and we just can't wait to talk about this one.
0: Yeah, I said, how can we do anything other than a K-drama for Valentine's Day? Because. There is no better romance than a K-drama. They just know how to make it. They know how to do it. Oh,
1: well, maybe a head tie. I mean, oh my you know, God.
0: I, was, <laughs> <sighs> I mean, I guess that depends on what kind of holiday you're trying to have, but
1: <laughs> or what kind of romance you're talking about. Right? Yeah. But, yeah, Descendants of the Sun is a romance K-drama that came out in 2016 once again, and uh, of course, we do this uh, little um disclaimer On every single one of our shows Because that's just the nature of our show But we're going to spoil the entire show And I'm actually going to give you guys A description of what the story is about I'm actually going to tell you exactly What the story is about So are you ready for this?
0: I'm ready for it
1: My beautifully written synopsis of this entire film This is a story about the prongs of passion That spark romance When two people with significantly different Fundamental outlooks in life Get together and thirst for one another Smooth-talking Captain Yoo Si-jin Of the Special Forces Division in South Korea Encounters the staunch moral resolve Of Dr. Kang mu yong When a misunderstanding Thrusts the two unexpectedly together Friction and sparks figuratively And literally fly As danger and sexual tension Reach a fervor After a short courting period And a mutual breakup The two are reunited In the war-torn country of Yurik where they both have a mission to fulfill, working together in the same camp. Now, si Jin and Mu Yun grow closer to one another and understand the importance of their respective jobs, combating terrorist threats, earthquakes, and viral diseases. The two have an on-off, will they, won't they, dynamic that eventually ends with si Jin and his best mate, Master Sergeant Sei Day Young, being supposedly killed on a mission. Seo Day Seo Day Young's Hot cold relationship of her own with Army Surgeon Yoon Mu Yong Ju was also on the up men when the, the disappearances crushed the resolute heroes. Fortunately, a good deed from the beginning of the show, where Se si Jin lets a North Korean soldier escape, comes back to pay off as Se si Jin and dae Yong return alive to their sweethearts. Whereas descendants of lovers born under the sun, they live to love another day. that is the story ladies and gentlemen of descendants of the sun that's the entire episode thank you very much
0: that was uh really wonderfully put together i now have to go and google their names because i have no clue what they are anymore after you uh well butchered Butchered them hey i
1: thought it was pretty i thought
0: i said it pretty good
1: so okay so there's four characters four main characters just like how every single one of these K-dramas, there's always an A-couple and a B-couple, right? So the A-couple here is Yu the Shi jin That's
0: the main... Yushi jin <sighs> Yu Shi yeah. jin is the main male. And mm-hmm. Kang Mo-young is the main female.
1: That's exactly what I said. Yeah. I <laughs> what you're talking about. Okay, I, I pronounced... pronunciated it the exact same The way. best
0: friend of the main male love interest is So Dae-young. I mean I'm probably saying them wrong too but I feel like I'm saying them better than you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then wow. the uh side female characters, Yoon myung Ju. Again, I'm probably uh-huh. saying that one wrong too, but what's I what's the I feel color like I'm a of closer. your
1: skin and what's the color of my skin? <clears throat> I
0: don't know, I can't see you right now. We we don't <laughs> we don't use video.
1: <laughs> well, I, yeah, I apologize for any Koreans listening out Wait, there. That but, was uh, racist. Yeah, my Korean is really bad.
0: <laughs> How dare you?
1: Hey, it was racist of you Listen, saying that I huh? was saying it wrong just because I'm Asian. Is that that is, is not is that, why
0: you said it wrong? You said it wrong because you said it wrong. Listen, wow. I grew wow, so my, up so my
1: color, the color of my skin, doesn't matter anymore. It is absolutely
0: does not. I grew up <laughs> with like uh, K-pop, Super Junior, Big Bang. I love Tiara. Um, what was there? Like Tavici? There's so many. We're,
1: we're, we're gonna put this to the test in today's incoherent. So geek I mean, quiz. I feel like I'm so a. You better pass that.
0: Oh no, I feel like I'm don't a little closer up. than you with the pronunciations. I still don't think I'm perfect. I've got that like stupid American accent, but you know, it is what it is. Sometimes your mouth just doesn't you move. You know the right way. That sounded wrong. Um, happy Valentine's Day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh let's actually get into the the meat of this this show. Yeah, let's do it. Now, we last uh our last K-drama as we said was Crash Landing on You. Which one did you like more?
1: Between this show and that show? Yeah. Honestly, um personally I do like Descendants of the Sun a little better because this is the show I probably watched multiple times. Uh um, and it's just one of those shows that the music was just far beyond better than any other K-drama I've seen to date. Not saying that Crash Landing on You wasn't good. The music in Crash Landing on You was actually very memorable, too. Uh, but the I already songs forgot still- it. <laughs> Well, that's that's your problem. You forget everything. I do. You don't even know my name, honestly. You don't even know Isn't my initials or whatever. What? So yeah, see, you didn't even know my name was Ion. It's, it's it's one of those things. But yeah, I mean, the music in this show uh, just really did it for me. Like, I loved, I loved the soundtrack in this film. They just hit the romance. You mean scenes the with one song? The right Sorry,
0: two. There's two songs. There's
1: like four songs. There's four There's songs. Two. Right? It's just the right amount of like cringy romance. If you're my everything isn't stuck in your head for weeks after watching this you don't have a heart if always isn't popping left and right when you're longing for someone you can't hold in your arms you clearly haven't longed for someone enough or you're just or they're too big for you to hug wherever and whatever you are they're
0: too big for you they're to too hug
1: big for you to hug and if every time
0: i would have that problem if i was hugging a certain someone
1: <laughs> okay yeah i'm not even gonna question what that
0: <laughs> you know what that means let's continue but-
1: Basically, if you hear the soundtrack pop up overhead at a Korean market and don't instantly break out humming along and breaking into tears thinking about the love that these two shared in descendants. Okay, most of a our real viewers K-drop are from the United that.
0: States. like what supermarket are they gonna be in that they're gonna hear that song? Basically
1: every supermarket that sells any Korean pairs will play the song overhead. like every single time I go to a Korean market, uh, of course, I live in uh, yeah. Los we Angeles, don't have a where, Korean market. Uh, it's a different market. country we, than uh, where you're yeah, from. Yeah, we so. we
0: only have Chinese grocery stores. That's and They it.
1: play it in Chinese grocery stores too. Ninety nine Ranch not, Market, for all maybe you I have out there, they heard they it. And I just
0: didn't know because at the time I hadn't like watched. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe if if COVID ever ends and I land in any grocery store ever again, instead of just doing pickup, I will hear the song. I don't know.
1: And okay, this is also one thing that I do like about you. When there are popular fads that are going on in the world, you're, you're one of those people who are like, eh, nah, I don't need to know what this is. I don't need to watch it. I'll <laughs> watch it whenever I want to watch it. So when everybody in 2016 was watching this or when everybody last year was watching Crash Signing on You and I told you, hey, you should check that out because you were asking, hey, what's a good K-drama to watch? You're like, eh, I don't really feel like watching North Koreans and South Koreans fly to each other. And then you're like, oh, a year later, oh wow this is pretty good so you're on your own clock i like that about it
0: <laughs> yeah i kind of am um no totally i mean i'll see stuff that some of it i'll want to watch like right away like curse <laughs> remember i kind of wanted to watch that right away i, I was like wait you're already watching this like you're leaving me behind but then other stuff I, I i want to watch it but i'm not like i don't have an urgency about it i just put it on my list Uh, But anyway, back to the which one we liked more. I also liked Descendants of the Sun more than Crash Landing on You. But for me, it wasn't about the music. I mean, yeah, I think the music was good. It was just really overused in Descendants of the Sun. Like, the same songs over and over and over to the point where it's actually kind of comical. But the reason I liked it more, I just felt like it had a little bit more to it than, than Crash Landing did. Like, especially in terms of action. Like, there were totally moments in this show where I almost felt like I was like at the edge of my seat where I didn't necessarily feel that way of crash landing like there was some action in crash landing because you know she's, she's in North Korea and it's like a technically enemy zone but yeah I don't know I felt like there was a little bit more than just romance and I think part of that too was especially that the whole arc with the earthquake um, so for context um, she's Dr. Kang mo Yan is sent to URK... Uh, URK? I don't know, something like that. Right. Uh, to volunteer. Um, I guess it's... I don't know if it's supposed to be a third world country or what, but they're, you know, kind of behind and they're setting up, like, a medical operation there, so she has to go as part of a volunteer group. And while she's there, she's actually about to leave. There's this huge earthquake that, like... Um, topples this energy plant. And so there's a bunch of people that get hurt. There are people who die because they basically get crushed in the falling rubble as the building collapses. So she's there as an emergency like rescue team. And that part was... There was so much about that arc that just like I said, it had me on the edge of my seat. It made me cry. It was very moving. It was very interesting to see because you said yourself that some aspects of it were really realistic like how they were tagging each person triage yeah Mm. so i think that's why i liked it better than crash landing on you because i felt like there was just a little bit more uh more just more to the story than just two people that are like interested in each other you know
1: yeah because they get caught up in like this big real political issue yeah. in this third world country and they're there to do good and yet they're just kind of drawn into this war that they didn't want to be in or this, you know, like conflict that they didn't want to be involved in. Right. And so, uh, yeah, I, I understand that. Although in North Korea and South Korea, they do have that whole like dynamic. So in Crash Siding on You, they did have to deal with the government and stuff. But yeah, I, I understand because this movie does, I'm not this movie, sorry, this K-drama, this television series does have a lot of um, have a lot of like tropes like different movie tropes that's incorporated in here that's why i think you might have liked it better uh there's a lot of action there's a lot of different things going on and uh we'll, we'll dissect it uh bit by bit but yeah other than the action i mean how did you feel about the romance between uh all the characters the two couples at least
0: um it was more annoying than crash landing on you for sure
1: annoying yeah
0: because in crash landing on you like they just slowly fall in love with each other, and it's really cute. And they they slowly show you how like he saves her from committing suicide and all that stuff. But in this, it's like so almost wishy washy. Or like, do you actually like him, or like what? So it's like Kang Mo Yeon, do you actually like Yoo Shi Jin? And then it's like um, the other guy, So So De Young, do you actually like uh, Yun Myung Ju, or like do you like? It was like, do you even like them? Because it's like. She's constantly pushing him away, and to some extent, like, I do get it because she finds out that he's uh, basically a special ops soldier, and he can never give her any information about where he's going, what he's doing. Like, the most he can say is, like, I'm leaving and I'm going to be gone for, like, three weeks. Like, you know, he can't give her any information at all, and that can be really difficult to deal with because it shows several times in the relationship they're about to watch a movie, and he gets called and has to leave. Uh, like, immediately. Um, so I could definitely see how that would be hard to deal with, especially the idea that somebody that you're with could literally die at any time, like, they could get murdered and die young because that's part of being a soldier. Um, so I guess I can see why she would push him away, but sometimes it was just strange. I was like, do you- it just almost- I don't know, to me it was almost like, you don't like him that much, do you? <laughs> But yeah, I do not see it like
1: that at all. I, I don't, I, I feel like we watch different shows because...
0: See, you no, know, I actually, feel the way that uh, Yun Myung-ju, because remember, she tells Kang woo Yun, she's like, I'm more afraid of not spending time with him or something, or like wasting the yeah. time I have. And that's kind of how I feel.
1: Well, yeah, it's just different dynamics. Like, so I actually get giddy over how stupidly cute this show is. Like, the inciting incident. It, yeah, it is pretty cute. It's... it's It's like, it's so absurd and over-the-top cliche, but that's exactly what I want in a romance drama. Like, here is literally how it happens, right? The guy plays a hero role and saves somebody only for a miscommunication uh, to happen to cause a misunderstanding with the strong-willed female lead, thus starting their hot, cold, romantic tension, you know? Like, that whole yin-yang aspect to their relationship also adds all this, like, sexual tension as... You know, one person kills for a living while the other one saves for a living. You know, that's the the dramatic opposites. That's why they broke up in the first place. And neither of them are wrong for doing their respective jobs. But the friction and bantering, it lights like this really big spark. And you see it in the way that these two actors, uh, this actor and actress, act. And we'll talk a little bit about them uh, personally later. But, yeah, I just love the dynamic. This is like one of those... Couple dynamics that I absolutely love, and I've actually always searched for this when I was looking.
0: You for mean relationships. you enjoy watching people like break up and get back together, like kids? Like,
1: <laughs> well, hey, Sari. I mean, that's that's real life, though. I mean, life is all about timing, and it's also about what's happening with your relationship at a current time. People may be breaking up because their jobs. Just don't match up or where they are in life At one point it doesn't mean that they don't love Each other or whatnot. and the show kind of illustrates That they misunderstood each other And like you said they were going in a movie And she kind of got upset that he would leave And I would too if I didn't know The circ- circumstances and later on She does because she actually goes And is in the area uh, Where she is able to see him function And how important his job is And she he understands that for her too Because he gets to see her and you see that progression and i think that's why a lot of people absolutely adore this show like yeah. this show has a huge fucking fan base it's like ridiculous basically every asian person in the world has seen this show and i'm only slightly exaggerating cuz it's kind of scary that like my 90 year old grandmother has has seen this show and
0: that's my awesome. mom
1: all my friends parents they it's it's crazy how many people love the show my mom speaking of my mom right cameo for my mom here in i geek shit <laughs> my mother absolutely <laughs> fell in love with the actor song ju ki who plays the main character captain C. Jin. like she legitimately thirsted for him oh for months God. like Sarah <laughs> <Like, laughs> thirst for henry cavell like she she like she watched the show at least 10 times i'm not kidding you every time i went to their house this was playing in the background <laughs> dub. so I, i'm telling you i know so many mothers out there so many aunts so many like women just in their 40s 50s 20s teenagers it's crazy how popular this show is man so i get it like i i'm i'm kind of weak myself like i fall for these romance things yeah like, i'm just a sucker for I, this i
0: mean so i have kind of like two feelings about it um on the one cuz cuz in the beginning is when they're like annoyingly hot and cold because it, it, one of the things I actually found really interesting about this was that they got together right away. They're, it wasn't drawn out. They just immediately were like, "I'm interested in you. I'm interested in you. Let's date." And I really actually appreciated that that they didn't yeah. have all this like beating around the bush. Like they just like, like adults, we are interested. Let's let's date and see where it goes. And then they break up right away too, which I wasn't expecting because that doesn't happen very often in K dramas. Um, I guess the the hot and cold parts that kind of annoyed me Where like, especially when they were in Urk, she clearly liked him, but would keep pushing him away until she uh, falls off the cliff with him in the car. Like she, yeah. she records that whole thing thinking she's going to die. And even after that, she doesn't tell him. He finds out because he accidentally hears the recording where she talks about meeting a great guy and blah, blah, blah. And so it was kind of like, I felt like at that point she knew how she felt about him and like even though she had reservations because she knew that he had a dangerous job it just felt like I don't know to me it felt like now you're wasting time like just follow your heart and be with him so I guess that was kind of how I felt about it
1: I mean you are a woman yourself but you also know that many women out there when it comes to love they're very guarded they don't want to get hurt or they have been hurt before and you saw oh, so basically some context here too she was kind of like this whole she was kind of a victim of Me Too like the Me Too movement in the beginning that's what set her off into uh, this mission that's why she
0: had to go to Irk because she turned down A, yes. a guy, it was her chair, the chairman of the hotel. Yeah, she chairman hotel chairman her hospital, hospital or something. Yeah. yeah, the chairman of the uh-huh. hospital that she works at invited her to a hotel, and she goes thinking that they're going to have dinner, and he basically is like, I want to smash, and she's like, absolutely not. I think, does she slap him or something? I don't know, but she leaves after, you know, yeah. being very happy about it, and he... His pride is hurt because, God forbid, a woman doesn't want to sleep with a creep like him, so he forces her to go. So much power, how could you reject He forces her to go on that trip to Urk. But I think she knows that the other guy is a great guy. Like, she knows that the main lead is a great guy who wouldn't do that. No,
1: yeah, that's only a part of it, though. That's only a part of it, though, because, as you said uh, earlier in the episode when we were talking, that she... she had all these preconceived notions about him and he was still kind of like a mystery to him like there's so many facets of this man that she doesn't know and she doesn't want to give her heart to him or it's kind of like also the superhero trope right Whoever is the superhero their love interest there's always that aspect of that superhero that they have to protect their enemies might go after them or they never know if that superhero will come back because their line of duty and it's it's always dangerous same dynamic here right like if you're going to date somebody in the military You have to have a stern heart You have to be prepared to lose that person And uh, You know I do have One of my cousins actually married uh, um, A captain too in the, in the U.S. Army And she had to move from camp to And it was I saw it with my own eyes How difficult it is to be a spouse Of somebody who what Did serve in Afghanistan Who was in the front lines And you know, you got really, to really think hard About whether you want to do it Or want to be in that relationship with that person I'm not saying that they're that deep in the show But they do kind of talk about it a little bit there Like he even told her I can't be with you at all times Or sometimes I'm not even going to be here uh, I can't This is the epic scene The shoelace scene, right? So after this uh, earthquake thing that you're talking about And then uh, the two of them end up uh, on the field after And it kind of settles settles down a little bit. He's like, "I can't be by your side, so please take care of yourself." And she's like,
0: "She's like, (laughs) you too, Captain."
1: And then they do that dramatic walking past each other without looking at each other. And then the song, "I
0: (laughs) love you, and that's that's all." After while, he says that he ties her boot. He ties the laces on her boot.
1: Perfectly placed song at the right moment. But yeah, he even says that and. I I kind of like that. I mean, these are two adults who understand that their jobs are more important than their relationship, but they still love each other and they found out that they love each other, they developed that together and I just something about that that's really cute to me, you know, rescue workers or first aid people. Yeah, know? I
0: mean, maybe maybe I'm being a little like too harsh on it. Um but I did I did enjoy the romance overall. Like I said, I did even like this more than crash landing. And something that I really liked about it was the way that they both kind of learned more about each other's jobs, especially from his side, like, or I should say from her side learning about him being a soldier because I think like we have a lot of preconceived notions about soldiers, both good and bad. Um, United States patriotism is huge there's often this idea that soldiers are perfect, or, you know, they're, they're loyal, they're brave, we should look up to them almost, I wouldn't say worship, but you get what I'm saying, we should respect them. Um, and that's not necessarily wrong, but at the end of the day, soldiers are people too, right? They're just people like you and me. Um, so on the opposite spectrum, you have people, and this is kind of brought up in the show, who are like, so you'll do anything that the government tells you to do. And that that's a big theme here. Is she's like, whenever they call, you go. you know, Will you do whatever they tell you to? And he's like, yeah, because this is my job. This is me defending my country, my country's freedom, my people. And you get that skepticism from her, which is understandable because it's like, what about your own morals? What if the country tells you to kill somebody and you don't agree with that or you don't think that they deserve to die, blah, 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 right? So that sort of... Uh, tension and um, kind of conundrum between a person's self and morals and what they might have to do as a soldier is definitely brought up but I respected that the way that they handled it in this because I've kind of leaned more on the camp of her side of wondering well don't you have your own autonomy you know like what happens if You know, like, what happens if they tell you to do something that you don't see as right? And we find that, and this is probably an idealized look at the Korean army, but in this show, because obviously it's a South Korean drama, but everything that he ends up doing that we see is basically to save somebody else's life or do something good for the country. So he is a quote-unquote, like, righteous soldier, um, but he is still killing people. And that, and that can be hard to come to terms with because, you you know, whether it's a good or bad, you're taking a life, right?
1: On the flip side to that, too, you could say the same thing about her and her occupation, right? She took a vow to save lives. But what happens if you're asked to save a life of somebody who kills many people or yes. doesn't deserve to and live? And that happens right? in
0: this show. That yeah. happens.
1: Yeah, that happens. So that's why, like I said earlier, this whole yin-yang thing, they're, they're – In the beginning, right, the the reason for breaking up was that one kills for a living and the other one saves for a living. At the end, they both realize that's not true. They both have a job. And like you just explained there, that was perfectly how they ended up understanding one another. So I, I actually love that because a lot of relationships in the world, real life, it just doesn't work like that people don't understand one another and why they do things and they just assume one person's wrong and their views are wrong but they don't really take that time to understand why that person does what they do and uh they were both thrusted into the middle of nowhere to find that happening and uh i i like that i like that a lot
0: they both realize that even though she's a doctor trying to save people and he is a soldier that has to kill people, at the end of the day, they are protecting Good lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as as crazy as that may sound. But yeah, there's so many instances where he saves someone's life and he saves her life like several times. So
1: many times, yeah. Throughout, yeah. The,
0: throughout yeah. the series. What but... did you
1: think about that though? Like, um, you know, this, this show was filmed in 2015, right? And it was released in 2016. This was kind of before the whole like I I don't want to say feminist movement because the feminist movement has been around, but um, but maybe like the new stuff. Yeah, the U.S. has absolutely changed its culture in terms of entertainment. Right, there's a lot of things you can't talk about, can't show, you can't portray certain relationships anymore on screen like this. In this show, uh, a lot of the I guess criticism from critics at the time was that the show was so heavy on. White knighting, and that oh, women were portrayed at all such the all the time. All the women I were just waiting for the husbands and boyfriends no, to come back.
0: No, yeah, I mean, I guess I can see why people would say that, but I I disagree just because. Mm-hmm. um I mean, they're in a foreign country. She steps on a mine, or she think doesn't? Does she step on one? No, or she?
1: He tricked her. He
0: tricks her, but there is a part where they're stepping through a mine field. Their car. Yeah. They're driving and their car goes over a minefield because the earthquake moved some of the mines to a different place. And so he has to white knight her out of the minefield but that makes total sense she's not a soldier she would not know how to deal with a minefield so of course she has to follow his lead and there's so many moments where like every time he saves her he saves her from being kidnapped he saves her when the car falls off the cliff actually he makes it fall off the cliff because he knows that he can't get her out any other way like yeah there's all these things where it makes sense but she also saves his life because he literally gets shot and she does surgery on him like she uses the zappy things. Actually, I don't think she did the surgery at that point. That part was like so unrealistic because she does the zappy things and he doesn't wake up and he, like flatlines and then suddenly just wakes up. And I'm like, that's not how it worked. He wouldn't just suddenly
1: wake up. There's a couple of th- medical things here that yeah. that's not how. It when she draws blood, she wasn't using gloves. Who draws blood <laughs>
0: without using
1: gloves on? Right? And like, they that's, had those that's little like
0: those little like needle things that you like pull. Do you get what I'm talking about like that you pull the yeah, end yeah. up? Nobody yeah. uses that. Caps, when you get your blood yeah. drawn at at the doctor, they never use that. They just have this like it's just, like, a needle connected to a tube, and it... Cl-
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, but... Yeah, um,
1: it's it's pretty interesting, because there's a lot of things they did that actually was really well done research-wise, and there's a lot of other things, like... This, yeah, and then there's just not,
0: random stuff that yeah. they threw in there for the
1: drama. Yeah, but back to what you were... Back to what we were saying about that, like, the whole whining thing, white knighting thing, thing, the reason I brought that up is because you could, like like you mentioned, you can not see it. it. It's obvious. Yeah, he saves her a
0: ton
1: of times, yeah. A ton of times. He's the big, like... Like Good looking, charming man Who has a gun And always there at the right time Always says the right thing And she's kind of always like the damsel in distress Kind of crying here and there Both of the female characters Even though they're strong in their own own, uh, regards But they're always waiting for their man Or whatever So I understand why people say that However, my defense of Korean dramas Or any Asian dramas in general Is that's the culture You're watching soap operas this is the asian soap operas that are targeted to women in their 30s 40s who dropped off their kids came home probably not having a lot of sex with their husbands and they're (laughs) thirsting hard for some white knighting some beautiful man to tell them what they want to hear about how beautiful they are and they're projecting themselves as the heroine i'm sorry but that's how it is the whole world is changing and western cultures are changing but that doesn't mean that eastern countries need to necessarily follow how hollywood has changed right hollywood has changed because we forced it to change in asia they're fine with how these shows are they're fine with how these romance are actually a lot of things are changing because some of the newer dramas the female leads are very strong characters too but at the end of the day, we watch these K-dramas because we want to see these romance. We want to see these yeah. white nights because we don't have these white nights too often in real life. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and you know, I think as as cool as it is to see a badass female character who, you know, can fight for herself and save herself from all these situations, I think what's wrong with also having the stories of a female character like Kang Mo-yeon who is good at, you know, her... She's good at what she's good at, which is being a doctor. She's incredibly good at, at surgery, but she can't save herself from a car that's about to fall out of the, off yeah. a cliff. You know, and, what's I, and I think wrong that's with, fine.
1: What's wrong as a woman looking for a man that you can rely on? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I don't feel like there's anything. wrong and, it,
0: and it's not like she expects her to do everything for her. It's not like she's like, oh, I'm going to like marry this guy and he's going to take care of me and blah, blah, blah. Like, no, she's actually completely self-sufficient.
1: She's very independent. Yes. Yeah.
0: And she even wanted to start her own clinic. Like she was she becomes like a famous television doctor and all that. Like, so she's a very successful woman. And like I said, she's very skilled at her at her own job. So I don't I mean, I guess I could see that argument a little bit more if if Kang Myun was just, like, some random, like, nobody who, like, wasn't very good at anything. Like, you know, like, the kind of clumsy girl trope? You see it in anime more than K-dramas, but the like, clumsy clumsy and stupid. They have that one a lot. But then the super smart, talented, hot, like, best grades in the whole school (laughs) guy falls for her. Like, those are kind of, like, eh. See,
1: I understand what you're saying there, and I agree with you, but... On the contrarian side, because, you know, that's what we have to do. We're co-hosts. I have to give you another opinion so we have a discussion. I can also see why people would say that makes it even worse. You have a strong, independent woman who can take care of herself, who is driven, motivated, and she still is like lumber or it becomes like a marshmallow when it comes to a beautiful man. I mean... That makes it even worse, right? Like, I'm just saying. I'm just counter-arguing you.
0: No. Come on now. Everybody everybody and their mom is over here trying to pretend like they don't care how people look. But let's be honest. When you're interested in dating somebody, their looks matter. So just stop lying to yourself... You know, it it is what it is. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Why should we feel bad about saying I find that person attractive and I'd like to see where things go? Or even saying I would like to be with somebody I find attractive. What's wrong with that? You know, there's nothing wrong with that. that. So I don't see a problem with that. And you know what? Next time you find yourself stranded in a minefield, you tell me how you're going to get out. Just saying.
1: Hopefully that never happens.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully that never happens.
1: uh, We're really in the wrong place.
0: I just think the situations that she gets caught in. It makes sense for her to need his help because they're yeah. just totally out of her realm of anything that she would you know oh I got kidnapped you know
1: yeah my car is dangling over the cliff and it's about right? to fall 100 feet into the ocean yeah <laughs> that's like everyday common thing for a doctor yeah
0: although some of that was so funny like how does she like how do you drive a car nearly off a cliff and you're not even drunk
1: <laughs> that's that's what they say women can't drive <coughs> hey <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. This is a very racist and sexist episode. I uh, I I don't mean it. I'm just trying to be entertaining. That's 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 it.
0: I love how we have. I'm, I'm probably a have worse to have, driver than you. We have to have the disclaimer. Well, we
1: are explicit on on Apple's Apple Podcast, which. We'll take this time to uh, please ask you guys to subscribe and follow us wherever you listen to your podcast, and also follow us at our social media, at iGeekShit, where we uh, are really ramping up and putting some really fun stuff on there, like Siri is doing a great job on our social media stuff. Anyway, back to this episode. Let's talk about some fun facts, okay? Okay. Because there's a lot of interesting things that happen uh, on the show or during this time period. You know, uh, there was this whole viral outbreak in the show, right? Yes. This, there was a whole plot point about how, uh, people were getting sick. I think she, did she
0: get sick? She, she does sick, right? No, she didn't. Oh,
1: she doesn't get sick.
0: No. They thought who that got she, sick? it was the second, second lead female.
1: Oh, right, right. The, uh, the, the, uh, the military doctor mm-hmm. was the one who got sick. So one of the love interests in the show gets sick, um, And the irony is that the show was filmed in 2015 and released in 2016, and the MERS COVID outbreak struck Korea. And this show actually did have an outbreak as a plot, like we just talked about. Of course, 2020 totally blows it out of the water with COVID-19. But yeah, I I just thought that was really interesting that we just never can escape COVID, (laughs) whether it's MERS or COVID-19. Like, it's everywhere. Like it's it's COVID forever. Like yeah, well, in in
0: in this show, it's um I think it was called like M two or something. It was just like a yeah. It was like related to Ebola. It was like a subtype or something of Ebola. Oh, it's called M three. M three. Yeah. The M three virus. That's what it's called, and it's
1: sounds dangerous.
0: It it apparently is. I I had Googled it, and it said that the uh death rate. I mean, in the show they say fifty percent. Um, and I saw some varying results on Google. One of them said 80%. I think another one was closer to 50%, so maybe... Wait, is this a
1: real virus? Yes. This is a real yeah, thing? Oh, yes. I didn't know that. I thought mm-hmm. it was a fictional thing, like the country.
0: <laughs> no, no. It's it's a real virus. Like I said, it's, I believe, related to Ebola and has similar um, symptoms to Ebola. So, that's why when I messaged you on Facebook, I was like, they are not taking the proper precautions because the death rate for this is so high. Literally, Kang Mo She ends up testing negative, and they just let her leave the room. And I'm like, just because she's negative now, she's been in the room with a sick person. First of all, she operated on a sick person because they got the disease from the guy who swallowed the diamonds. Uh, That's another plot point that I'm not going to bother giving context for that. But they operated on somebody who had the disease. And so the second lead female, uh, Yoon, she ends up getting it. And so they, they because they both were exposed to it, they had to stay in the same room together. They're, like, sitting next to each other and shit. Like, they would not have just let her out of that room and been like, all right, bye, you tested negative. They would have been like, well, you're negative now, but you still have to quarantine for, like, however long for said virus, right? We know all this now because of COVID. But then yeah. she's also in and out of there because she's caring for the people that are sick with it and so are some other people and like none of them are wearing masks like i'm just over here like y'all are doing everything wrong
1: yeah. Yeah. No, none of them are wearing masks that's what i was thinking too none of them were wearing masks i don't know if i would have thought this in 2015 or 16 but yeah, now probably not yeah, yeah now I'm we're like over picking, here like you guys it.
0: you guys are doing everything wrong there's no way that you would have contained Protocols. the spread the way that you're doing this
1: social distancing <laughs>
0: I mean, even if they weren't wearing masks, they I swear they would still make them quarantine. Like, wouldn't they? Yeah. They would keep them away from other people. They should, yeah. I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. And then they find out that the the girl is sick, right? And her boyfriend, the, it's like, second in command to the main male, so, yeah. yes, uh, whatever, I don't remember his name, so something. Um, so
1: Dayong. De-
0: so Dayong, de- <laughs> Okay. He just, like, comes charging in and hugs her because he's, like, she might die. And, like, I get it. Like, she might die. So, like, he probably like, you know, I'm going to hug her because if she dies, this could be, like, you know, last time I ever hug her. people do that. Yeah. You know? People do that. They put themselves at risk because they love them yeah. so much.
1: I mean, people are trying, like, to sneak into hospitals to see their loved ones with COVID who are yeah. on respirators. Like, yeah. it, it's it's a feasible thing. I yeah, it is. That.
0: I agree. It's totally understandable. But again, there's no way they wouldn't have made him quarantine after that. <laughs> he doesn't quarantine. Yeah. Hey,
1: 2020 changed the world back in 2015 maybe the protocols were different. <laughs> I, yeah. mean, it takes I don't viruses know that seriously.
0: But yeah, that was just something I was thinking about like the whole time for that virus scene. It was just like
1: isn't it also funny right? The show is only four years old, right? And yet it feels archaic. Yeah. Not only because of the quarantine standards and like the social distancing stuff yeah. we do now, but like Samsung, right? Samsung has advertising in so many fucking dramas. But their products, you can tell because their models change, right? They're using what, like the Galaxy S5 or 6? <laughs> the phones lag so much when they show <laughs> the shots. When she's like, at, towards the end of the show where she was like looking at vacation places to go to, she swiped and it took like, a whole two seconds before the image would turn. And I was thinking like, oh my gosh, this is a really old phone. Like this is, time flies, man. Four years. This show is four years old. And a lot of the stuff that goes on the show is irrelevant now because it's so long ago. It's just, it's pretty crazy.
0: Yeah. Thinking about like how much money they probably spend to advertise in those shows. And then it's only valid for like a year.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, apparently... This was one of the most popular dramas of all time, and it was a huge boost to tourism in Korea's economy. And I was actually in uh, South Korea and Asia around this time uh, visiting. So thanks to the existence of the show, the country generated an estimated 1 trillion won, which is about 880 million USD. And there's so many. This had like almost the most amount of advertising from companies of all time, like compared to any other K dramas. So there was a lipstick brand called the He or uh, I forgot what brand it was called. It was from Laneige or something like that. Laneige. Which is a huge Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's called Laneige. It's it? Laneige. Laneige, whatever. Whatever Laneige is, right? I think
0: that actually what, means snow, anyways.
1: Yeah, whatever that is, that's a really popular one in, in uh uh South Korea. It's like that in all the It's SK a prestige
0: brand in the United States and Elsewhere. As they long. have it
1: here. They sell they, it here in Macy's yeah. or something. Right. No. Yeah. yeah they have
0: but, it in the United States all over the place.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But back then in like 2016, I remember being in Hong Kong and uh, everybody was telling me, hey, can you go to this place and get uh, get some me some <laughs> because it was associated to that show. Is this that what lipstick. she wrote
0: that with on the sign?
1: I I don't don't really remember, but there was a there was a apparently there was a lipstick that uh, one of the characters wore in the scene and it broke record sales and it was sold out for like the entire. I mean, honestly, now that you
0: say it, I also want it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you probably get it now. It's four years later. They probably don't even they have a different version of it. Right. But yeah, I I remember going to all these like SK twos or whatever the shops are and like oh my gosh, like people were lining up and trying to buy all these things. And I went to like six different ones to, to get it for my uh, my sister, my cousins, and then my girlfriend. And it's like, it was crazy. So this show was fucking huge if it made me go <laughs> halfway across the world looking for lipstick. So,
0: <laughs> okay, that's uh, not the yeah. primary reason you went.
1: It wasn't the primary reason, but I did waste a lot of time going for <laughs> all across different cities looking for lipstick. I mean,
0: so. if that was the primary reason that you went to South Korea, then you need to rebrand as a beauty guru. Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know, if I like someone enough, I I do crazy things. That's what the show teaches you, right? I'm brainwashed by K dramas to do crazy stuff for love. Anyway, in uh, that case,
0: we must get the whole male population to begin watching <laughs> K dramas.
1: Hey, you know, a lot of my moves, a lot of like my smooth talkingness to like I guess Get women to be attracted to me comes from K dramas and Shoujo. Like, I'll be honest, I've been reading and watching so shojo stuff since I was like eight years old. And uh I really haven't had any problems with, I guess, getting ladies to be attracted to me. I'm not like the most physically attractive person, so there has to be something I'm doing right. And I think it's uh someone one of my buddies always told me, like, I say the most ridiculous one liners. Like, he doesn't know how I think of, like, the stupidest, cringiest shit to say. And I know now <laughs> it's from K-dramas. <laughs> I can that recite lines from K-dramas and I can modify them into fit in real world in real world situations. I do that all the time. So, hey, K-dramas, man.
0: I think the other thing is that you're not afraid to just give somebody a genuine compliment, even if it's about their looks. And I think a lot of people are, like, afraid to say those things because they're like, oh, man, they're going to think, or they're going to know that I like them. And in both cases, it's like, how is that a bad thing?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. But uh, yeah, I'm already in act three. That's why. <laughs> you already- I'm in act one, I'm not going to say that because, you know, it's the filling up process, you know. Oh, okay. I got, like, you. got you. I'm thinking like a Korean pop K-drama star. So that's that's how it works.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, this is the stuff that women, like you said, thirsty women are watching this. <laughs> So, no, it's true, though. I mean, even if you're not, quote, unquote, putting yourself in in the main character's place, it still is true that, like, women and probably men, too, but, you know, lots of people watch these and go, gosh, I wish I could find a guy like that. And it's not always oh, yeah. just because he's attractive or whatnot or smooth, but it's because... He's a
1: really attractive guy. He though. is like, attractive, I, yeah. I will 100% tell you with no shame. <laughs> I'm mad enough to admit he is a very attractive guy like you know how when we were talking in the previous episode that we did about k-dramas with uh, crash landing you, you say you didn't think that guy was attractive right uh hyung yung
0: yeah he was just uh, all right he wasn't yeah, my favorite he is an attractive guy
1: but i think this guy totally is on a different level he is a very I, even my mom who doesn't care about <laughs> actors and like shit like that she, she, doesn't a say this person, she yeah. had a huge crush on this dude and my sister everybody like every woman i knew just looked at this guy and his, like, cutouts in outside stores and stuff like that, <laughs> they are everywhere. He's holding these, like, cream, like, face creams. I saw another one where he's, like, holding a, a, a Samsung phone in this, like, shop. He's, like, in all these advertising back then. And, like, I see it, man. This guy is a stud. I, I think he's hot. If he I was is. a woman, yeah, I would totally is. be thirsting for him, too. Yeah, yeah
0: but, no, what, what I was trying to say is, that, I mean, I think that the reason that um, women are interested in... Are so interested in the men in these uh, K-dramas is not just because they're smooth or because they're good-looking. I think it's also because they treat the women with interest and respect. <laughs> they're loyal. Like, they are all these good, good, healthy things that you want to see in a guy. And it depends on the K-drama because there are some where the men are obsessive and that's not healthy. But it's also that sort of idea where in this show, especially even though they broke up, he still kind of thinks about her and like, you know, he's still interested in her. And I think that idea of like somebody not giving up on you is also really, I don't know, there's something really enticing about that. And it's not necessarily like, because obviously, you know, there is the case of a woman tells you, no, that's it, you should move on. And, And he does work on moving on. But I think it's more so the idea of like, people like, even, like, the female lead here, they have, like, certain misgivings or certain walls that they put up that causes them to push people away. And it's not that she doesn't like him, it's just that she has these, like we talked about earlier in this episode, these sort of misgivings, these hesitations. And because he doesn't give up on her, she's able to be receptive to him. They learn more about each other, and they grow a really beautiful relationship. So I think that's another thing that is kind of... um, Romantic, enticing, whatever, intriguing about the men in these shows. But again, disclaimer: make sure you're careful about this because sometimes she really doesn't want anything to do with you. Yeah. So just
1: leave yeah, it be. I, I 100% agree with that. Like, yeah. You know, I think the reason I like this show so much is like I relate to it. Like, there's a lot of um, really good themes in here that you might not see in like an American show where everything is rosy and, and it ends up great and it, the, the way they progress linear wise in relationships is not the same in K-dramas and like you said right off the bat they break up it was just not the right time they weren't at where they were individually yet it took some growth individually and that's what happens sometimes you do in relationships have to separate in order to grow into the person you need to be and not all the time do you end up with that person again but then in this situation, they did. They were in the same situation, in the same right place, right time, whenever, wherever you are. <laughs> that's in the song.
0: But it yeah, I, that's
1: why I, I, I like shows like this because we don't always get that in real life. But in K dramas no. like this, it's a great theme and we all kind of go through it. We've all experienced it before. Yeah. But yeah, this segments me to something fun because we're getting too late. Is this our quiz? It's our quiz time. We are gonna do incoherent question. Are you ready for this? I have six questions for you, and I'm very proud of these. I don't think you're gonna get any of these.
0: Oh man! All right, let's do it. Right. I still love the segment, even let's, if I get them all wrong.
1: Let's <laughs> <laughs> let's get the music going. Did you know the two leads, Soon Juki, Jun Ki and Soon Hyo kyo, <laughs> actually got married after this show ended? Their relationship was like Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston, to Koreans. They ended up getting divorced two years later and rumors began popping up left and right. Which one of these rumor gossip uh, was the was what we thought uh, was the reason they ended up getting divorced? Is it A, a netizen reported that their marriage was a sham marriage in order to raise Song Hye Kyo's status as an A-lister. She supposedly was never at her family's home nor did they ever live in the $12 million house that they bought together. Or is it B? After acting in the 2018 K drama, ramming Arrival of Vicautious Love, where Song jun Ki plays a young jazz singer who joins the South Korean Secret Forces Army band on a mission to North Korea and falls in love with a North Korean general, Song Jun Ki realized he was gay and filed for divorce to avoid public scandal. Or is it C? The marriage was never valid as the whole ordeal was a marketing publicity for the show. Their marriage certificate was listed as in the fictional country of Urd. Or is it D? Wanting to actually spice up their dwindling romance, the couple actually tried to reenact their character story arcs in Descendants of the Sun and joined a humane society's effort to, to the sad wasteland of a country known as France. They then... Remembered that their characters had broken up for a year in the first act And filed for divorce prior to meeting again in France Which one of these is the reason Or is the rumor gossip as to why they got divorced?
0: Is it the one where he's gay?
1: Is it B, where he, uh, he, he stars in this show And realizes that he actually is a gay person? Is that your final answer? Yeah No, that's not correct that is. There is no 2018 K drama named Ramming Arrival of Vakasha's Love. If you actually thought about that, that's actually me using different words for crash landing on you.
0: Oh, okay. Well, the very answer nice. is
1: A. A netizen reported that the marriage was a sham in order to raise uh, her status as an A lister, and she n- never even lived in the $12 million house that they bought. That is the See, reason. See,
0: I actually did know that they got married and divorced because I happened upon it, like. I don't even know what I was I think I was just googling the cast yeah and that's when I happened upon it so I was hoping I would get that one right but alas I didn't dig that deep so <laughs> well I mean if I'm you lucky.
1: watched any YouTube video there's like thousands of comments on each YouTube video saying they're so st- heartbroken that they got divorced <laughs> but yeah I mean that's that's uh that's one of those things that happens when you're uh, A-list celebrities all right next question true or false in episode 3 when the doctors meet the soldiers at the airport hangar to escort them two of the background extras never seen again were actually actors So Yoo Jin and Hyun Bin the stars of what later would be the smash hit Crash Landing on You which of course we keep talking about it we covered in episode 14 so check that out making a blink and you miss a cameo favor for one of the show's writers Kim Yong Suk is that true or is that false False. Is that your final answer? Yeah. That is correct. It, it was false. I completely made that up.
0: <gasps> I was going to say, I didn't see them anywhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I'm surprised you actually remember what they look like in the first place <laughs> with well, your horrible memory and all. Alright next question In episode 16 A real life K-pop group of popular fame Makes an appearance to perform for the troops What was the name of the girl group That performed one of their hits on the show Miss, I used to listen to K-pop all the time Is it A (laughs) Girls Generation B, Aces of Angels My favorite of all time I have to name drop them there for sure C, Red Velvet Or is it D, Blackpink
0: It is C, Red Velvet
1: why do you think that's the answer?
0: I know who Girls' Generation is, I know who Blackpink is, and I don't think it's the aces one because I don't remember that at all. It just sounds wrong.
1: The correct answer is C, Red Velvet. That is Correct.
0: That's right. And they held up this sign that was like, My girlfriend is nothing or something horrible yeah. like that. And I was like, you know, I can understand why she's mad. It's one thing to go to a girl con- like a girl group concert. That's fine. But when you're holding up a sign saying that you prefer this girl group over whoa, your girlfriend, whoa. boy, whoa. you're gonna get I, spanked.
1: I will leave every single woman on the planet for Choa. Like For a he- girl that literally yes. won't even
0: look at you twice, yes, okay. I would
1: do it in a heartbeat. <laughs>
0: Next (laughs) quote
1: Choa for life The sentence aside was so immensely popular That multiple countries adapted the show For their own domestic audiences Which of these countries did not produce Or are in the process of producing Their own versions of this show Is it A. Vietnam B. The Philippines C. China Or is it D. Japan North Korea. <laughs> North, <laughs> They probably already did a spin-off that we don't know about.
0: <laughs> they might have either that or they have it in the they totally have it in the black market. Okay, anyway, what are the options? Let's see. We had China, Japan,
1: Vietnam, Philippines, China or Japan.
0: <sighs> um, let's go with Japan.
1: D Japan is Correct! Wow. Oh,
0: my gosh. I can't believe it.
1: This is, I think you already broke your record for uh, how many you've got. Did I get like three, right? Yeah, so far. All right, two more. In 2016, one of the most Google search phrases throughout just about every single country in the world was your favorite person in the world, Donald Trump, except one country, Sri Lanka. True or false? More people in Sri Lanka searched for descendants of the sun rather than Donald Trump in 2016.
0: Oh yeah, definitely.
1: Definitely,
0: it's definitely true. They were they were searching for descendants of the sun.
1: That is correct. More people oh, search for descendants of the sun <laughs> than Donald Trump in 2016, the year he won. Sri Lanka the
0: knows where it's at.
1: <laughs> that is correct. Last question. Did you know the American soldier, just, the American soldier Se-jin fights in episode two, was actually not an American actor at all? Yeah, I mean you can kind of tell from his accent. Matthew Doma is a Canadian Dutch actor and the father of a female singer formerly under the JYP label, which is a big Korean brand uh, uh, singing label. One of these, which one of these stars is his daughter, Miss K-pop genius. Oh, no. I might credit. not know
0: this one. I know the names of the groups, but I usually don't know the names of each person in it.
1: Is it A, <laughs> is Momo from Twice? Is it B, Yubin from the Wonder Girls? Or is it C, Somi from IOI? Or is it D, Susie from Miss A? Which one of these ladies is the daughter of the guy who was punching Sejin in episode two? I'm
0: gonna go with you been from the wonder girls
1: because e- the wonder girls are the only one you know
0: <laughs> no because i think she can speak english
1: that is incorrect it is c darn so me from ioi uh she's pretty young so i've never
0: heard of ioi i've never heard, heard of them of too yeah miss a and wonder girls what was the first one i don't twice. think i heard of that Romo one either. from twice yeah i never heard of twice either twice is
1: pretty popular i think it's past your time see
0: so. i yeah, I, I kind of know. See, I know the ones from when I was in high school, but I don't follow K-pop anymore. It's not really my thing anymore. So. Right.
1: Well, there you go. Here's so you got. Let's see. Uh, one. I think
0: I got. Did I get four?
1: Two, three, four
0: out of six. Pretty good. That's yeah. probably your best. You score thought of all I time. was gonna get none, right? You were over here like you're not gonna <laughs> get a single one, and I was like, damn, you must have made these real hey, hard this time. You
1: know. Your track record is not that great and uh it's not you had to ease up on shit. me so yeah. hey I thought these were pretty good I I put a lot of time in uh putting these questions together especially the whole thing about the um 2018k drama ramming arrival of a cautious love like that's that's just that's Really That's a pretty song.
0: good name. They could use that. Right? That could be a real K-drama name. A
1: young jazz singer joins the South Korean Secret Forces Army Band only to go on a North Korean mission where he falls in love with a North Korean general and realizes he's gay. Beautiful <laughs> story. Beautiful story. I should write that.
0: No, actually that would be a good K-drama.
1: <laughs> it's it might be to have seen
0: a, as I was gonna say it might be seen as a crash landing fanfic, but you know what? Fifty Shades of Grey is a Twilight fanfic, and true. it's made more money than Twilight, so why not? True. Why
1: not? All right. Sorry guys. I Geek shit is cancelled. Siri and I are gonna write a K drama about a gay jazz singer going to North Korea and we're gonna make a lot of money off it. So uh that's about it. Anyway Watch uh, out
0: for it and watch it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> watch no, our uh, We're just kidding. We're
1: probably gonna do a webtoon before we do that. That's a Korean thing, right? Uh do you have anything left that you want to discuss with Descendants of the Sun, or uh, is that our episode for Valentine's Day? Or do you have a date I mean, that you need to head out we, to right now?
0: Yeah, <laughs> with my dog. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we did not talk about the second, like the secondary love story at all. Yeah, between, they're not that
1: important. I mean, like they're. I you know, just
0: have to say. Yeah. What is with my favorite line is when the guy goes. Me saying nothing and running away all that time—that was me communicating. And I went, "Excuse me, that is not how communication works. You got to talk to the person." I think it was kind of
1: cute though. Like that guy, the, they're so dramatic. He really different.
0: wanted her father's approval.
1: Yeah, he's a very traditional Korean man, very stern, very quiet. Uh, he does. He it, was so words.
0: frustrating. Yeah,
1: and then the girl. The woman is very uh, cutesy, toppy. Very, she was very prideful as well, and she knows what she wants. And so that dynamic—I actually also really cute.
0: liked her. And yeah, she's—I mean, it's kind, of, yeah, it's kind of funny because like normally i would look at this and say she needs to give up on him he's not giving her the time of day she's wasting her time blah 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 but the thing is you know because like you're the audience and it it shows him talking to like his best friend about it you know that he does care about her and he wants to be with her but he wants the father's approval her father's approval because her father's like the commander or something in the in the army so he doesn't and and the father not for whatever that, though, reason decides this guy isn't good enough for her.
1: Yeah, so Not has gotta that, like. No father thinks any man is good enough for his daughter. But not only that, maybe. Like, but this he, guy
0: went real far.
1: Didn't he have something uh, where he couldn't get over his ex for a while, and then he brought? Well,
0: that fake- was that was how they met. Yeah, that yeah. was how they met and started like kind of dating. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, that's kind of, you know, lingering over your ex is also another thing in real life that happens. So that may be why true. he was hesitant to go with her in the beginning because she was just a decoy girlfriend. So, But
0: apparently apparently he was he was not over his ex and he wanted his ex to know that he had moved on because he felt that she still cared about him and was worried about him. Yeah. So that was the other reason that yeah, he brought yeah, the, He's a good the girl guy. with him. He's which a good is, guy. He, he is a good guy, but he... He was a little frustrating to me, too. And so was the dad. I was over here like, clearly your daughter is like intensely in love with this guy. She won't give up on him. She's literally stalking yeah. him through the army. She's got a subordinate stalking him and calling her to tell him things about him. A little creepy, yeah. but somehow comes across as cute in the that show. I found that really cute.
1: Yeah, I found that yes, really cute. Yes, why is it so is cute in the creepy. show? If it was a man like, what? doing it. That would yeah. be uh, very oh, inappropriate. Yeah. So this yes. is one of those gender inequality things that it's, it's yeah. not double stat. Yeah, exactly.
0: And like I said, when I explained that out loud just now, like anyone listening who hasn't seen the show is going to be like, that's creepy as hell. But when you watch the show, it's somehow it's cute. I don't and, know. It's cute. And
1: also, isn't she abusing her power as a higher ranked officer to have somebody stalking a lower ranked officer because
0: yeah, probably <laughs> attraction to him? Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's that's definitely not protocol.
0: Oh, I also love how you keep talking about all, oh, like, the thirst and sexual tension, but, like, not a single one of them has, like, sex the whole show.
1: Well, K-dramas. You can't have sex. What are you talking about? You
0: can't about? have sex it's in a dramas. You
1: can't even use that word, Siri. Come on. You but know, what, what, I, you can I actually
0: use. was, like, thinking one of them would have. Like, at some point, they would have, but they didn't. Because they
1: are in, like, uh, you know, war zone and that Yeah. Know, day. And
0: yeah. I was, like... You know, K-dramas, they have they have gone a little more spicy. Because True. when I first started watching K-dramas as, like, a teenager, the kisses were just, like, imagine just tapping your hands together gently. Yeah. Like, they just kind of touched mouths and moved away. It was very very, once at the very, 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 very chaste. Yes, yeah. it was like, they didn't make out. They touched lips. There wasn't, like, any, like tongue not that there has to be i mean i don't think there was tongue in this show but again my point is like their lips were just yeah they actually made out in this show where in the past it was just very like boop and done all, <laughs>
1: all the couples actually kissed multiple times too it wasn't just like one yeah thing, so
0: yeah. yeah so i was like wow the k-dramas are like starting to get up you know Modern for a Western audience.
1: Since this, since this is our the, since this is our um, Valentine's Day episode, I guess we can go a little more adult content than what we normally do, but imagine if they did have sex in this show, right? And, you know, they're going hot and heavy with all that friction and sexual tension being released, and when they finally are at that point of climax, you know what they're going to be screaming out? Don't uh,
0: oh, <laughs> What? What? <laughs>
1: Power of unity. Dank. Oh, my God. there was the YouTube video that I looked at it because I remember, oh, my gosh, thanks to you doing this episode, I remember I went through this period of time in 2016 where I was just going around, hanging out with my friends after dinner or whatever. And before going to my car, I would always... I <laughs> salute them Don't you and they would oh be like what God. the fuck are you doing it was the best thing ever my girlfriend my friends they were all like really annoyed with me I did that for like so long I should bring that back but yeah there was a YouTube video I saw uh, just before we d- started filming because I was googling it because I thought it was funny they said don't you in the salute 57 times or something like that in, throughout, in, the, throughout, whole throughout the whole show
0: throughout so the whole show they <laughs> do great. say it a lot I love
1: it yeah, power of unity. That's that's what it means. Or it's a salute.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Is that it? Are we good? That might be it. That, that is it, it for our Valentine's Day. Uh, Expaganza? No, that's not Extravaganza? a Extravaganza? <laughs> Extravaganza x i'm sorry my korean and my english is pretty bad there neither of them are my first language or second language so this was descends of the sun i'm ion that is sari thank you so much once again this for spending valentine's day with uh these two geeks and we love uh talking about stuff like this with you guys so uh sari any last words on valentine's day for our audience
0: Make sure that you give your furry friends a kiss because they are the true loves of your life that will never leave you.
1: Unless they go out the front door because a lot of you guys probably don't train your dogs to stay.
0: Okay, yeah, I know dogs <laughs> escape sometimes, but I think you get my point. Dogs and cats, well, maybe not cats, but pets, unconditional love. Okay, yeah, she's going to go on.
1: She's the dog lady, so I'm going to cut her off. <laughs> Goodbye, guys. See you guys in two uh, uh, no, 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 weeks see you guys in two you weeks should,
0: uh, you should sing us out with the I love you song I love you sa-da, <laughs>
1: whenever they're like
0: whenever wherever you are